0: Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. This is our We Rise segment in partnership with Rise Windsor Essex, where we will be bringing you stories of local female entrepreneurs in the Windsor Essex area, sharing their stories of how they built their business and how they made it happen. Thank you so much, Monica, for joining me here today on the podcast. And I'm so excited to hear more about your journey as an entrepreneur and the creation of your business and everything you have going on. So how about we start off with having you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business?
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored that you chose to have me on today. So thank you. So, as you know, I'm, my name is Monica Borelli, and I am the owner of Melt Body Health and Melt Skincare. So, it is basically one business, just two different categories within the business. And Melt Body Health is where I do all of the body contouring and skin tightening treatments. And then Melt Skincare is obviously the skincare line where we pair skincare and nutrition to help people discover
0: their best skin and body. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to hear more about, you know, starting up the companies, but to start off, do you want to tell us a little bit about your background? You know, what made you first even get into this industry?
1: So I never knew what I wanted to do growing up. Um, Like I never had that one profession or job, but Growing up in a family of entrepreneurs, I think it's something that I was just kind of accustomed to without really knowing. Um, And then as I got older, I really became passionate about nutrition. So I ended up going to Western and I studied uh, nutrition. And then my goal at that time was to become a dietitian. But after I did the degree, I loved what we learned and everything about nutrition, but I I volunteered with dietitians like throughout the summer when I come back home. And then I never really knew. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this job long term, but I loved what like the purpose of the job. So after I graduated, I came back home and I decided to just kind of work a couple of different jobs to see what I liked before moving forward. And then I actually ended up working for another company where they did something similar to what I do now. So like the body treatments. And I loved it because you were able to watch someone go through like so much transition within a short period of time, but you're helping them along the way. And then I think the reward at the end of it was so fulfilling, like helping someone feel better about themselves. And then I was really good at it too. So I guess I just saw a good opportunity and I knew that I always wanted to work for myself. So then I ended up starting my own business. And then from there, it just kind of went off and I've grown so much and kind of diverted into different areas.
0: Awesome. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's really interesting. I love when it's sort of that generational, you know, throughout the family, you see an entrepreneur. And so when you said, you know, you always knew you wanted to own your own business. What was it sort of that you saw growing up about being an entrepreneur that really attracted you to that route?
1: So I come from a family of entrepreneurs, like I was saying. So my dad, I've always seen him have his own business. And although he worked a lot, I think it was really nice to see like how fulfilling the work was for him, right? He just really, truly enjoyed it. And then it kind of just like passed on to me and my siblings, because a lot of us now have our own businesses. And I think just the freedom, being able to work for yourself. And to me, there's a lot of reward in what I do. Like I feel feel like I found my purpose. So I enjoy it. So I think that's probably what it would have been.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That that definitely makes sense. And I think that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs can definitely relate to that as well. And, you know, when you were first starting up your business, what was sort of those first steps? You know, you said you worked sort of in it and um got that experience. But then when you actually started to build the business, do you want to tell us a little bit about this process?
1: That was hard because I've never done that before and I, I didn't know how much it actually took. But I'm thankful that I had my dad to kind of guide me through the entire experience. But honestly, being patient and being consistent was the biggest part. And especially with the body contouring treatments, I know sometimes it can sound too good to be true when I'm telling people about how it works. Um, So education was a huge part to just get people to understand how it actually works and the results are like that come from it. But I would say just being consistent and, um, but I've learned so much. I feel like I could talk forever about this.
0: (laughs) That's good. We want to hear it. (laughs) I know.
1: So, I I mean, that, like, I guess being consistent, but then also knowing your strengths and the areas that you are not so great at, um, learning how to outsource and ask for help. That that was huge for me, too, because as an entrepreneur just starting out, I find you want to do everything yourself. You want to save money. You want to do everything that you can. But in the
0: long run, it doesn't always benefit you, right? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's definitely you know, an important part. And it, a lot of people say, you know, focus on your strengths and then you have more time to to really go for that. So that definitely makes sense. And, you know, you definitely did say that it, there was sort of those challenges along the way. Um, what do you find to be sort of that the biggest challenge with, um, you know, continuing with running a business?
1: Oh, there's so many. I feel like as I continue, like the more years that pass by, the more things that I notice. Um, the biggest one for me was like, I didn't realize how many delays or like hiccups happen along the way, especially when it came to the skincare. Um, cause there's so many things that are out of your control that I've had to learn how to just be comfortable and plan enough time for things to go wrong, which kind of sounds crazy, but it happens, right? Like when there's so many moving parts and you have so many people involved, you can't control it all. So that was a really big obstacle for me or like trying to learn how to, like address those issues without, cause at the time I would be like, Oh my God, why isn't anything working out? Why is all this stuff happening? And then I'm like, okay, I gotta be patient and understand this is a whole process. It takes time. So patience was a huge thing. Setting yourself up to know that like delays can happen and giving yourself enough time. So like in my case, if I was launching a new product, now I give myself so many more, like so much more time to actually launch it. Cause I know things might go wrong. <laughs>
0: Yes, definitely. And I think in the past year, that's, you know, been made clear to everyone that you can never really plan everything to go as expected. So especially in the world of of entrepreneurship. Um, So and like on the other side of that, has there been sort of, you know, really big moments that stand out to you throughout your journey that you know, you're really proud of, or just sort of mark as a highlight throughout your time?
1: Um, So there was one time that I'll never forget when I Made the skincare line. And I remember it arrived at my house because I work with manufacturers and it came to my house and I had it all and I was holding it in my hand and I was looking at it and I'm like, oh my God, this, I think this is like what parents feel like when they have babies because (laughs) I was so just happy and proud. And I'm like, I can't believe I did this. Like you go, you go into it and you're not like 100% sure of how it's going to work out and you're just trying to learn and navigate your way through it. And then when you see the final result and like actually hold it in your hand, for me, that was really fulfilling. And then the fact that people wanted the product that they bought it, that was like my first sale, too, that was a huge memory. I'm like, I'll never forget that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, running a business, a lot of people do say is like your child, like it's, yeah. it's, um, you know, it's everything. And you mentioned before, too, you know, that there is times to outsource when, when it's not your forte, or if you don't have the time to do that. And since, you know, the business really is like a child, is that sort of hard sometimes to give up some of that control and, and put it in other people's hands? Or did that come easy to you?
1: Oh, no, that was really hard for me. Um but and it's hard for me. It was hard for me at the beginning, but also trying to find the right person that like you connect with that understands your vision. Because um, th- that was really difficult trying to find the right people. But I've noticed that when I do, I'm like I gotta hold on to this person because they just understand like what I'm trying to accomplish. So that is always a really nice feeling too when you can find someone you connect really well with for instance, you were perfect, like when we started to do the, the podcast. Um, because if I honestly, if I didn't have you involved in it, I don't think I would have done it because I just I had no idea where to start with a podcast. So I was really thankful that we crossed paths.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm very grateful, too. And, um, you know, since we're speaking about it now, do you want to tell us a little about, a bit about the podcast? You know, what made you decide to start this?
1: So yeah, it's called Beyond the Skin. And we just talk about um, different Like factors of healthy living and how it can show up on your skin. And so the reason I wanted to do it was because, like I was saying earlier, our skincare line is all about pairing skincare with nutrition and how the two can go together. Um, So I thought that a podcast would be a good way to help educate people, just understand the concept a little bit better because with nutrition, for example, people know there's a connection because people will tell me all the time, like, I eat this food and now I have like this reaction or my skin's breaking out, but why is it happening? So I was like, oh, I think a podcast would be an interesting way to kind of explain this. And I really got into podcasts over the last year. And I love to talk, as you can see. So I'm like, oh, I could do this. This would be easy. But then I started to research it and I had no idea what to do. So again, very thankful that I have found you. Um, but yeah, and it worked out really well. But like I said earlier, I remember in the beginning when we were trying to figure out like how I wanted it to be set up, completely ended up changing from what I actually ended up doing. So just like letting things go and knowing that, you know, it's not always going to be like in your control and like different things can come your way. That was a big thing that I learned as
0: well. Mm -hmm. I think that can definitely be related to businesses as well. And learning as you go and changing along the way, I think is, you know, it's important as a business owner. And you talked about before too, you know, um, that you really learned patience and like you said, adaptability sort of through, through running a business. Has there been anything else that you've really learned about yourself through the process?
1: Oh, wow. I feel like I've learned so much. Like I was telling some of my friends this the other day, I feel like I'm a different person than what I was before. Um, Patience was huge. And then learning how to let certain things go and like not be so reactive to things that might be out of your control was also really big. And organizing, time management, I feel like all of the things that you you have just kind of like come to show up even more because you really have got to know like everything you're doing because it just makes everything easier, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely agree, and I think that yeah, it just sort of puts a puts a light on those those other factors that you know you didn't really think about and how important they really are. And yeah. you know, with the podcast, you talked about how it's sort of an educational material, but it can also be a marketing tool. And so, for your business, do you want to tell us maybe some of the marketing strategies you've used that you found to be really effective and helpful, and you know, get your business to where it is today? Yeah. So
1: the podcast was definitely helpful when it came to the skincare. Um, And then I think with the body contouring and skin tightening treatments, because that's in Windsor, I do a lot of advertisements like with magazines or um, like Facebook ads, I find work really well for that. And then the skincare, like partnering, partnering with other businesses that are related to what you're doing, I have been really helpful. And social media is huge. Like having someone run the social media and having like social media strategies and the right content to put out. um, Just over the last couple of months, I've noticed how important that is, but that is like a whole other job in itself. And I, that's like one thing that I did not realize when I started a business, how much work social media was.
0: Yeah. It's almost like a whole nother business to your business.
1: (laughs) It is. Yeah. And like as an entrepreneur, it's like you wear so many different hats and you have to do so many different things that it can get really overwhelming. And then you kind of just put it on like the back burner which is never a good thing to do, but that's when outsourcing becomes a great
0: thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Comes full circle. No, I I definitely know what you mean. Um, And you know, you gave a lot of sort of great advice around, you know, what to expect with the business there. And if there is sort of one piece of advice that you'd give to someone who's thinking of starting a business, what would that be?
1: Um, It would be to be patient because nothing's going to happen overnight. And I think we live in a time where it's like you want instant gratification or results right away, or if things don't happen how you thought they would, then people tend to give up. So basically just being patient and consistent. And then I think just doing something that you're passionate about, because it's always going to be the most important thing, like being passionate and authentic. People are going to gravitate towards that always.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think you made a great point there too, where, you know, it's not going to come all at once. And so to be persistent, but, you know, during those times, maybe when you didn't, when you didn't see results right away or anything, what sort of kept you going with, with your business, with your purpose and, um, you know, just through those low times? That was really hard. And it, that's a, like a part of entrepreneurship that I
1: think a lot of people don't really talk about or show. Uh, but I think having a good support system is huge. So for me, my dad is like my number one guy. So whenever I'm going through those times, I always talk to him about it. And because he, he has so much experience in it, he just is able to motivate me and kind of set me straight and make me realize like good things take time. And if you want it to, like, if you want longevity, it's gotta, you gotta be patient, right? And you just gotta work at it
0: hmm. Absolutely. I, I think that's so important. I definitely agree. Um, and before before we sort of go into some other questions, I just want to ask, to you mentioned about collaborations with other businesses for the skincare line, um, which I think is, you know, huge for businesses. And it's definitely, you know, mutually beneficial for both parties. But what do you sort of look for when you're looking for a business to collaborate with or, um, you know, finding that right partnership?
1: Um, So I think it has to be someone or a business that has similar values to your business or you as a business owner. And then it has to make sense too, because a lot of the times I I find like there'll be partnerships or like giveaways that are like, just don't make any sense at all. So I find someone who like has the same interests or similar to what I am doing is obviously important. If they're local, that's really big too. I love to support local, obviously love to support uh, female entrepreneurs. So I think to me, I just like to find people that I gravitate towards. I share things with that I know we have in common.
0: That's usually what I look for. Mm -hmm. That definitely makes sense. And I find too, with, with those similarities, I'm sure like the the audiences are the same as well, which definitely know works as well. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for, you know, answering all those questions. And before we wrap up, I'd love to do just a quick rapid fire round. So just say the first thing that comes to your head. So owning your own business means
1: to me, it would be, um, the first thing I think of is like freedom. That's how I feel. Um, but like just a lot of reward. I think if you genuinely love what you do, it's just a very powerful thing to have in your life. That's how I see it. Absolutely. Um, one word to describe your business. I think that it changes depending on like what's happening, but right now I would say exciting because I find that there's a lot of growth and there's a lot of opportunities. So for me, it's very exciting. I love that. Someone you look up to. My dad. I've talked about him so much in here, but (laughs) yeah, he's, I I look up to him in so many ways. He's uh, not only helped me out with like my business, but as a person, he's always been there for me. So my number one guy,
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, a female owned business.
1: Uh, so aside from you, I think of, um, Jenna from beach bum spray tanning, but honestly, there's so many I could list. Like I, that's why I think Windsor is awesome. Cause we have so many entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs. So it's really
0: nice to see. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of resources, local resources around for women entre- entrepreneurs too, which is really great to see. Yeah. Um, a book you'd recommend. So I don't have one particular book, but anything by
1: Gary Vee. I'm a really big Gary V. fan and I love his book. So anything he puts out, I love.
0: Um, I guess that might answer the next one, but a podcast you'd recommend too. Oh
1: yeah, his for sure. I love his podcast.
0: <laughs> um, a lifesaver for your business. So this could be, you know, a specific platform. This could be a planner, just something that, you know, really sort of changes the game for for you and your business.
1: Um, I would probably say my planner is a huge one, just being organized because there are so many things that are thrown at you every day. And I find if I don't write it down, like immediately when it happens, I have to put it in my planner or else I'll forget about it. So yeah, that's a huge lifesaver. I'm the exact same way.
0: (laughs) Um, a non-negotiable you
1: have. Okay. So I'm really big on self-care and like, in the morning when i wake up i have this like long self-care skincare morning routine where i just take time for myself so that is really important to me and i always joke with like to my family how i know i'm not ready for kids cuz i'm like no new parent would ever have time to do the stuff that i do in the morning <laughs> but that is so important and just how you set your day and just care for yourself that's something
0: that i think i'll always do or always incorporate into my day 100% yeah i think that's so important um, and the best advice that you've ever received
1: so my dad actually told me this and he got this from his dad so my grandfather but he said never take a step that's too big and I thought that was really powerful because it doesn't mean to not take risk or not to progress and move forward but just make sure that you're aware of like the things that you're choosing and deciding to do make sure that it's right for your business
0: and for yourself I love that. I think that's that's perfect. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, Monica, for, for answering these questions, for telling us about your journey, about your business. Um, and I know that you said it's an exciting time. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what's coming up in your business and future plans you have that we can watch out for?
1: So, yeah, this next year is all about growth for Melt for both uh, parts of the business. I think with um, Melt Body Health, which is the treatments, the main focus is to try to stay open because COVID's really shut that down a lot. So, just staying open and be more consistent with clients. So, for Melt Skincare, um, the future plans is definitely going to be coming out with more products. Um, so, I'm excited because it's going to be things that are focusing on the body. Um, Cause that's been really big within skincare and then just a lot of future partnerships, which I mean, I'm not, I can't really say right now, but I'm excited about it.
0: Awesome. And where can people go to find the, all the businesses, find you online and watch out for all those future plans?
1: So you can go to either website, which is MeltBodyHealth.com and MeltSkinCare.com. And then I also have Instagram, Facebook, every social media platform for both businesses. And then my podcast, you can learn about all that kind of stuff. So that's called Beyond the Skin.
0: Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.